Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Welcome to your quick discussion about short podcasts. I'm your host, Amy Barker. And I'm Richard Gray. And today on the show, we're going to talk about quick and dirty tips from Grammar Girl, and we're going to have some listener feedback. Hey! Hey! We're here! Second little short episode we're doing towards the end of the year. So the whole point is that we're going to talk short podcasts, and we're going to do a short podcast, because it's coming up to the end of the year, Christmas time, summer in Sydney, and cold probably where many other people are. Ha ha. Yes. But we all kind of get out of our normal routine, whether you're working more, you're working less, the kids are not, you know, you have to go tell these Christmas hoo-ha that people have to do, and a lot of the normal podcasts are on hiatus. Yes, so, but not us. Not us. <laughs> so we're going to talk about a few podcasts that you might be able to sort of slip in in between things, maybe while you're waiting in a queue or a line. <laughs> we had that discussion <laughs> For earlier. For a fortnight. For a fortnight. <laughs> and listen to some different stuff. So today... We've got Grammar Girl. Grammar Girl. She is, is not to be confused prolific, with that prop that podcaster. Not to be confused with Gossip Girl. No. Or New Girl. No. Totally or, different or thing. The, or the HBO series Girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, completely different altogether. <laughs> so this is Grammar Girl, and uh, Minion talks about all kinds. Of, she, where is I had her name on here and I completely lost it because she's got a really interesting name. Anyway, the host she talks a lot about. Well, let's get it right. She talks about grammar. She mm. talks about history of words. She talks about uh, where things come from, why we just speak the way we do. It's a lot about English. And I listened to a couple of them. And one that I really liked is about, uh, it's called Alla Frickin' Bama. <laughs> and so it's all about inserting, as she put it, the F word, because she doesn't swear, into other words and why we do it and how we do it. And we've got a little clip that, I, to, that sort of describes what I'm talking about, if you want to play that one. Another fascinating point about, let's just call it inserting swear words for now, is that people follow subconscious rules when they do it. For example, many linguists have observed that the swear word is almost always inserted before the stressed syllable of the word, never after it, never at the end, never before the secondarily stressed syllable, and so on. That's why in the four-syllable word, Alabama, we would all agree that Bama would be the way to go, since the third syllable, ba, is the stressed one. That's also why even people who mostly care about formal English would immediately agree that Al Bloominabama sounds silly and just isn't right to any native English speaker's ear regardless of the fact that it's an informal expression. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like Eliza Doolittle in My Fair Lady. Absolutely. <laughs> but, I mean, we all do this. But I never thought about how we all follow the same convention. Mm. You know, you don't, like she said, you don't put it at the beginning. You don't put it at the end. It goes, I found another website that talked about sort of the, the pattern of it. And yeah, they, yeah. they weren't quite so, <laughs> they <laughs> didn't feel the need to use flipping. No. No, they went straight for the fucking. Um, and they found <laughs> the patterns and. Phrasing. And phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Very 
Merry Christmas. Um, so yeah, and, and how these things, and we'll put the link in the show notes and it describes it a little bit better and why we do it the way we do it and how it sounds so wrong when you don't get it right. So that's one of the, the things that she covers is how we construct language, but also the history of language and la- language. Language. Language <laughs> and how it's changed over time. It used to be called language. It did it. Yeah. And now it's, you know, well, with the texting and all that business, the kids have shortened everything. Lol. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> and how we used to use you and thou is in another episode that she had and why we don't say thou anymore. And the thing that I really liked about this one was that thou, whilst nowadays when we think of whilst, we think about it now as being a much more formal yeah, thing yeah, to yeah. say, you and thou. It's a, Back it, in the centuries before it was the actually back in the 70s back in the 70s you know back when when i was you know what 20 yeah um it was the uh thou was the less formal so you would say thou to somebody who was lesser than you and parents would say it to their children and children would say you to your parents to their parents and it's exactly the opposite scandalous scandalous but in that same episode and now this is the one this is from the same why we don't say you and thou. <laughs> we get into the big discussion that we were having just before we came Yeah, I, I don't know this expression. Okay. Uh, clearly from my accent, I'm not from Australia originally. You're I know it's shocking. From New Zealand. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. Yeah. No, I'm originally from the Midwest. And if I lived on one corner and my best friend lived at the diagonal corner, I would describe that her As house. Neighbor. Well, yeah, she'd be my neighbor. <laughs> but she would live kitty corner from me. And you had never heard this term before, ever. Nope. And it's so common in the U.S. It is such a big deal. And it just it just is. And so Grammar Girl did a survey looking at how people in America describe it. Because kitty corner isn't the only way it's described. And it actually comes from French. And it's, and I'm not going to even try, it comes from the word for four in French. Oh, because sure. one, two, three, four, four corners. And it's mm. diagonal across those. And I think we have another, uh, we have a, a clip from Grammar Girl about oh, this one. Oh, you know we do. Hey, do you want to play that a one? A few years ago, I surveyed my Facebook fans about whether they say kitty corner or catty corner to describe something that's diagonally across from something else. And I discovered that people use different words in different regions. But there's also a lot more variety than just kitty corner and catty corner. All the words come from the original base word cater, C-A-T-E-R, which means four, and comes from the French word for four, Q-U-A-T-R-E. The Oxford English Dictionary lists catter corner as the main word and calls kitty corner and catty corner variants. Yeah, they didn't bother to try and pronounce it either. No, no, because, no. you know, <laughs> you just screw it up. So that got me thinking. So oh I I know, right? Look out. It's always like, this is when, when I, I go to Richard and I go, oh, I've got this idea. And and I gird I, my loins. <laughs> so Kitty Corner is one of my things. Now I've lived, when I was living in the US, I lived a few different places. I lived yes. in the Midwest, I lived in the South, I lived on the East Coast. So I got used to sort of learning sort of local lingo. But moving here, I had to learn, well, I mean, we're two countries separated by a language. <laughs> and it's this, the, the thing that kills me that it took me a while to figure out is this shortening of everything that Australians do. You know, Arvo, Garbo, you know. Brecky. Brecky, Daco. Veggio. I'm a Veggio. You are a Veggio. Yeah. And I have no idea where this comes from. I mean, I guess it's the sort of, you know, much more relaxed language that Australians use. Oh, I saw use. Bevo say it in a Daco. <laughs> 
It's terrible. <laughs> the one that kills me is bikey because it makes him sound like these tiny little things. <laughs> I mean, they're meant it makes to be... him sound less imposing, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. Always, always attacked by a bikey gang. Exactly. Oh. In the States, they're bikers. Bikers, you know? They're freaking scary, you know, biker gang. Mention, but here, they're a bikey mention gang. Mention bikers with bickies. <laughs> <laughs> bikies with bickies. Exactly. And so I that kills me. And so for those of us who are, you know, those of you, anybody listening who's not originally from Australia, doesn't know this about this country, get used to it if you come here and visit. Oh, sorry, though, for those of you in America, a, a bikey with bickies would have been a biker with cookies. <laughs> Wearing his trackies. <laughs> He's a vego bikey. Wearing his trackies, having a bicky. Yeah, has he, yeah, but has he got in his red show yet? <laughs> Translate that one. And I had lived here for, I've been here for, what, 18 years now? And I had been here for about 15 before I'd heard the term lilo. That one was, I'd heard, I thought I'd heard them all. You know, I'd heard cordial and stroppy, which we were talking about before. But a lilo, and it, the, when the person was talking about it to me, I had absolutely no context for it. So it, they were just saying, oh, go grab the lilo out of the backyard. And I was like, I have no, I could have been anything. Friend, right? right. It yeah. could have been anything. Well, Ooh. for those who don't know, <laughs> it's one of those air mattresses, like usually you use it in the pool. Right. Yeah. Because when you're on it, you lie low. low. Right. <laughs> get it, get it, get it. So it, yeah, I won't even go into the nursing <laughs> thing. Actually, no, nursing here means yeah. like if you nurse a baby. Yeah. Oh, if right, you right, nurse right. a baby in Australia, you look after a baby, you hold a baby, you hang out with a baby, whatever. In the States, when one nurses a baby, that means you breastfeed a baby. Right. So So if someone was to ask you to nurse a child here, you'd you'd, you'd probably go If you didn't know better. Right. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Mm, exactly. I didn't think we had that kind of relationship, no. but I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. Yeah. yeah. So these are the kinds of things Particularly if you're an American male. Well, see, then it would get really weird. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't assume these things about people. Who no. am I? <laughs> <laughs> so this is some of the stuff that comes up on Grammar Girl. They're all really short. I mean, I don't think Yeah, they're really of, short. And she crams a ton into every episode. It I starts mean, with a quick and dirty tip. Yes. And then goes into a big topic like this. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes there's a third bit too. Because she'll yeah. get feedback. Like she gets letters from students and teachers. And there's and interviews occasionally. Yeah. yeah I mean, really and good. all of them are like 20 minutes. And she just. It's that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they cram them in there. I mean, they're very. She has a very formal way of speaking. Mm. So, like, I, I think for me, if. If it weren't something I had a particular interest in, I don't know that I'd subscribe to it all the time, but I definitely will go in and find stuff, you know, those little tidbits that oh, I find yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get all awkward there. Cool. So that's Grammar Girl. We will uh, link to all the show notes. Uh, we'll put the, we've got the show notes here and we'll link to them in the, in the, on our, on, on our website. On so our if website. you'd like any more information or anything you've heard in today's show, you can find the links, of course, on podcastpillowfort.com. So from myself, Amy Barker, and the Geek Actually team, I want to thank you for joining us today. You can follow us at Pillow Fortcast on Twitter or, of course, the network at Geek Actually on Twitter and rate us on iTunes, no matter which country you live in. We hope to see you next time here in the Pillow Fort. Woo! If you can't write, if you can't write,